Hi, and welcome to today's podcast episode. Thanks for being here. Wherever you are, whether you're out for your walk or you're driving in your car, I appreciate you so much. And from the bottom of my heart, thanks for listening to my podcast. I'm excited to get stuck into this episode. At the time of me recording this, it's the beginning of September, which is a really exciting time. And I know many of you are going to be setting new goals and working towards getting back into your routine, whatever that might look like for you. And because it's such a popular time to set goals, I thought it would be nice to chat with you about the power of letting go. And the reason why I think this is so important is because as women, we put so much pressure on ourselves. And sometimes when we are going about setting new goals, like we want to get fitter or we want to lose weight, what we do is we just try to add loads of extra things in. So we have our current life. September's just hit and we're thinking, okay, so I want to get fit. I want to lose weight. What can I do to get fit and lose weight? And most of the time we don't consider what we might need to let go of to make room for the new stuff. And this is particularly relevant to you if you have been trying to get fit and lose weight with no success. It can be, it's going to be good for you to think about why you haven't succeeded and maybe the approach that you're taking, you need to let go of that. So we're going to really work on achieving our goals between September and December in a different way. Not just ramming things in and repeating past mistakes with the same mindsets, with the same false beliefs. That means we're just going to go around in circles. We're going to ask ourselves today, what do we need to let go of to actually move forward and succeed in the action steps that we want, not that we think we should do, that we want. Because remember, fitness and health is different for everybody. So it's all about what you want and what fits in to your lifestyle. And I came across a really good explanation of what letting go means. And I want to just um, read it out to you. So letting go is a psychological and emotional concept that refers to the process of releasing or relinquishing attachment, control, or emotional ties to something, someone, or a particular mindset. It involves allowing oneself to move forward, often by detaching from negative emotions, past experiences, unproductive habits, or limiting beliefs that may be holding a person back from personal growth, happiness, or achieving your goals. Wow. I mean, if you had to sum me up in a sentence and and how the past couple of years have gone for me, this would be it. Like, I have had major problems with everything to do with health. I've been three stone overweight for so long and I've been gaining and losing that three stone over and over again since I was 19. And I've always been losing weight or gaining weight, always, right up until... 2022. So not so long ago have I actually been able to shed myself literally of the weight and keep it off. And I have had big 
problems with comfort eating, with excess, with drinking too much alcohol. When I would drink at the weekends, I would drink to get drunk. I would eat to overeat. I would comfort eat. I would eat and snack on the couch late at night, no matter how much I wanted to not. I've had issues around inconsistency and it's only been since I've actually gotten, since I've actually let go of my old negative emotions, past experiences, unproductive habits, limiting beliefs that I've actually been able to change. And you see the problem for most of us out there when we're struggling to achieve a goal is that we're taught to just keep doing it. Just keep trying to achieve the goal. Just keep trying to lose weight and get fit. That's what the weight loss industry tell us to do. Just follow this diet plan. Just do these workouts. And just like magic, you're going to become healthy. Now, I had to learn the long way around that that simply is not true. That you can only become truly healthy when you change. You can only become truly healthy when you let go of the things that you're holding on to. And for me, what I was holding on to, for example, was, um, okay, so first off would be what I said to myself when I looked in the mirror. Like, regardless, every time I saw myself in the mirror up until last year, or every time I saw myself in a reflection of a window, I would say, fat and ugly, you're fat and ugly, you're big and fat and ugly. So... I realized now last year that was holding me back. If I continue to call myself fat and ugly, even though the healthy me is striving to become fit and healthy, if I only ever view myself as fat and ugly, I'm not going to be very motivated to become consistent in my healthy action steps. Another example of what I needed to let go of, and by the way, when I, when I let that go, one way I let it go was that I observed it, noticed that I was saying it to myself the whole time. And I said something as simple as, no, I don't do that anymore. I don't do that anymore. As simple as that. Other things I've had to let go of have been when I look back in my past and I realize that there have been times when I haven't stood up for myself and this makes me angry. And I brought this anger into my life up until a year ago. Angry that I didn't stand up for myself. Angry that I was afraid to say how I really felt to be my true authentic self and to say and to stand up and to not accept certain things. And I've had to let that go. And with that has come a lot of peace and a lot of I've been able to change and move forward. Um, I've also had to let go of how I feel things should be. You know, I've always been super goal focused and I did a fitness business course years ago and they were just so aggressively into goals, really big, you know, stretch goals. And it used to stress me out so much that I, and I would spend most of my time walking around thinking that things should be differently because I hadn't achieved my goals yet, that my future life where all my goals were achieved was the only life that I cared about. And I had blinkers on to the present moment. And it's only when I've learned to let that go 
has an acceptance come to me and I have been able to move forward. And, you know, I was chatting to Joe the other day, my husband, and he was saying to me, like, are you okay? Is there something up with you? And I was like, yeah, I'm just feeling really sad and peaceful at the moment. And he's like, sad and peaceful? What the hell? What, what do you mean? And I was just explaining to him that I've come to terms recently with a lot of other stuff that's happened in my past or that I've let happen um, that led me to a lot of problems like huge anxiety, panic attacks, stress, overeating, overweight, too much alcohol. And a deep acceptance has come over me recently. An acceptance that things are the way they are. And, and, and no, that things happened and they've happened. And I've come into this deep acceptance right now. This is kind of what I'm going through right now. And with that acceptance comes sadness. I don't know why I'm feeling so sad. I think it's because I'm accepting a loss in that. I just feel sad and peaceful because I've let, I've accepted a lot of stuff and I've let a lot of things go. And there's truly great power in letting things go. And I want to chat to you about the things that maybe you need to let go that are holding you back. Unhealthy habits, routines that aren't working for you. What routines are there that you're doing at the minute that you know what, you're just like, fuck this, this isn't working. There's something so empowering in just going, do you know what, this isn't working. What unhealthy habits would you love to let go of? Are you sick and tired of drinking too much alcohol? Are you sick and tired of feeling chained to that evening glass of wine? Are you sick and tired of some of your food habits? What else do you want to let go of? Is your negative self-talk really strong? Do you have self-limiting beliefs? You know those beliefs that you tell yourself on a daily basis that you know really aren't true, but you're so used to saying them that they're, they're just so ingrained in you. Like, I could never be fit. Losing weight is too difficult. I could never change. I'm stuck in a rut and this is the way I'm going to stay, stay. Like All those things that we tell ourselves on a daily basis that isn't true. However, we keep doing it because it can sometimes feel like too much work to change. So we just stay where we are. Um, it's actually quite simple to change those things if you decide to just observe and change every day. Like you don't need to sit down and, and do an hour of journaling to change. You, you can just start to question your thoughts. Because remember, your thoughts aren't facts. So when you start to question them, you, you start to change. And I really must tell you now that I have had the worst mindset with everything. I've been telling myself how gross and disgusting I am, how fat and ugly I am, how stupid I am, how much I don't get things, how disorganized I am, how like every, just so much stuff, just so much stuff. <clears throat> and I was able to change it by observing it questioning it and coming up with an empowering alternative. Now this seems like a pain in the butt when you initially 
hear what you have to do. It almost in a way seems easier to say, oh, I'm just going to focus on my workouts and nutrition. But if you, like me, struggle, I struggled for a long time to become authentically healthy, like truly healthy, instead of just like working out to try to burn off the calories that I was eating or eating healthy but restricting yourself to try to compensate for the unhealthy food you're eating like that's not real health I only became authentically healthy when I started to change my mindset and now I know in my heart of hearts now I know 100% fact you can only change when you change your mind when you change your mindset that if you're struggling with anything right now if you're listening to this and you're just going why can't I get it together why can't I just do my workouts? What is the big deal about showing up to my three workouts? Why do I struggle so much to stop eating after dinner? Then this is you too. You need to observe and change your mindset too. Because all the weight loss industry is telling us to do is to put just band-aids and plasters on it. They're asking us for us to sum up every bit of willpower that we have for like however many weeks the program lasts for and just push yourself through so that you see this shitty number on the scale so that you can say yes I've lost weight so they'll think that their plan is successful and that they've given you what you've wanted but the second you stop It's all back on and you're back to being unfit again because you haven't truly changed. So if you want to truly change or I want to say what worked for me is letting go of what isn't working for you and getting super honest with what's not working. And there's a real honesty and it's like a weight comes off your shoulders I've been lying to myself for years. I've been an inauthentic version, people-pleasing version of myself for years. I've been so afraid. I've been so stressed out. Now, there's, there's reasons why I became like that. And if I was being kind to myself, I would say they were protective mechanisms to keep me safe. And it got me through some tough times. However, I needed to let them go to change. What do you need to change? Do you need to change your comparison to others? Do you need to change unrealistic expectations? Do you need do you have an all or nothing mindset? Perfectionist tendencies? Do these need to change rather than just saying, "Well, how can I get in an extra workout?" What about your negative self-talk? What about your unhealthy habits and your routines? So, I want to give you a couple of benefits as to how letting go can improve your mental and emotional well-being. The purpose of me giving you these um, benefits is that it'll really inspire you to focus on letting go of some of your behaviors and limiting beliefs and action steps that you want to let go of and that just isn't working for you anymore. Number one, when you let go of stuff, you reduce your stress and anxiety. Holding on to negative emotions, past regrets or worries about the future can create chronic stress and anxiety. Letting go will allow you to free yourself from the mental burden of these emotions, leading to a calmer and more peaceful state of mind. Amazing. Amazing. 
Improved emotional resilience, number two. Letting go is going to help you build emotional resilience. It's going to help you bounce back from setbacks and adversity more easily because you're not weighed down by past disappointments or negative self-talk. So when you let go of your negative self-talk, when you let go of the disappointments that you've had in your life and you're not weighed down by them anymore and you journal it out or you say it out loud, I'm letting this go. I'm looking back on what's happened with kind eyes and what's happened has happened and there's a reason it's happened but I'm going to let that go now and this is going to help you become much more resilient for future setbacks because it's all about how quickly we bounce back from setbacks. We can't avoid setbacks. We can't avoid them. We have to go through them and I'm speaking from experience. I'm talking to you as a person who would do everything but look at the problem that I had in front of me. I'd go round the houses, anything to avoid confronting the problem in front of me. And I used to say even to Joe, if we would be having an argument, I'd say, oh, look, I do, I, you know how much I hate confrontation. Let's just try and chat this through. And I don't say that anymore. I, I confront, I confront things that I'm not happy with. And I look at them head on or I, I, can, I, I work at confronting things that are happening that I don't like, but I confront it. You might feel three to 10 seconds of unpleasantness. And it's, it's that that I was avoiding. That like first 10 seconds of telling the person how I felt, of taking action on the thing I didn't want to see, of opening up the letter that you know contains shit news. It's the, it's the three to 10 seconds initially of doing that, that I was running away from. Because once I've opened up Pandora's box or however you want to say, there's a, there's a, there's a relief in that. Okay, this is what we're dealing with. But you don't get to have that lovely clarity when you don't confront the truth, when you don't confront the facts. The next one is increased self-acceptance. Accepting yourself, being compassionate to yourself, accepting for yourself and appreciating yourself for who you are. And that might mean physically looking at yourself in the mirror and making peace with what you look like. Making peace with you and recognizing that how you feel about yourself from a physical perspective might have been put upon you by your mother or your father or if you were bullied or by other people in your life, maybe your grandmother, your grandfather, when you were younger. And learning to recognize whose voice is it that's telling you those negative things when you look in the mirror. And how can you change that voice so that you can look in the mirror and see a functioning, able-bodied, alive person standing back at you that has been through so much and has gotten through it. Because we've all been through so much at this stage and gotten through it. If you're listening to this now, you've gotten through it. Enhanced decision-making is another benefit of letting go. 
When you get rid of your emotional baggage, you can make decisions much more rationally and objectively. You're much less likely to be clouded by emotions and more capable of making choices that align with your goals and values. Better relationships is another one. Letting go can improve your relationships. When you let go of grudges, resentments, unrealistic expectations from your relationships, you can engage in much healthier relationships and much more fulfilling connections. And I'm sure listening to this, you have people in your life who are going to stay in your life. They might be, you know, family, not the ones that you're living with at the moment, but family. And you might hold grudges and resentments for things that have happened. However, you know, they're stuck in your life. So how can you make peace with that? Or what boundaries can you put around that relationship so that you you're you're in control that you don't continue to feel this resentment that you don't feel like this person can just contact you anytime they want to and that you're just going to be there and available for them maybe letting go means you you're going to let go of the past and how that person treats you however you're also going to put a boundary around it going forward so that you continue to let go what about the relationships in your life like with your husband or your partner or your children how are you when you learn things about yourself when you do personal development on yourself do you suddenly expect the person that you love to grow at the same pace as you or to even want to grow in the areas that you're choosing to grow in and I know myself and Joe I can be a little bit like this I can learn something about you know how to argue better or um how to talk about your feelings more and I can I'll feel like wow I've had such a breakthrough this is amazing and then I'll be looking at Joe going god I can't believe he's not thinking like this (laughs) which is so unfair and oh I need to let that go so I can have a better relationship with my husband and realize that he is his own person and I fell in love with him and I love him for his own person and we don't want to morph into the same person however Am I trying to make that happen when I learn something and then suddenly think, oh, he has to know this too? And why can't I let that go and let him continue on his journey? And I must say, I, I do this a lot and I, I'm really trying, I really work at my, myself on this, not passing the thing on or all of a sudden I'm deciding to be more positive. So I'm noticing that maybe Joe is being particularly negative today and I'm thinking, oh my God, how could he be negative? You know, and that's just, it's just unrealistic expectations and it's not healthy. Um, Another benefit, increased happiness, letting go of negative emotions and attachment to outcomes. Oh, hallelujah. Can it lead to increased happiness and contentment? I absolutely, this is, this is what I do now. It allows you to focus on the present moment and appreciate the positive aspects of your life. This is me to a T. My happiness has increased so much since I've started to let go of outcomes in my life. Like I mentioned to you, my super duper goal setting activities all started about 10 years ago. Yeah, 10 years ago, I joined in 2013 and uh, I did a fitness business course and they were so crazy on goals and so crazy on stretch goals. If your goals don't scare you, they're not big enough. 
I totally don't buy into all of that now. I find it too stressful and I find myself just super focused on what my life would be like when I achieve my goals. Now what I do is I write my goals and I have my goals, but then I don't give a fuck about them once I'm doing my action steps. And if I don't achieve my goals, I don't give a shit because I'm working on being happy with my life now. I'm working on my present moment and I'm appreciating the positive aspect of my life now. And I know that might sound really demotivating that I have goals, but I don't give a shit if I don't achieve them. What I mean is that I'm more focused on my action steps now. And all I do is focus on my action steps. And I have mapped it out that if I continue to follow my action steps, the chances of me achieving my goals are huge. However, I used to be so obsessed about the goal and less focused on the action. Now I'm so into the action and less focused on the goal. And the fun thing about being into your action steps is that you get to improve the quality of your life. And this is what I have done. I've improved the quality of my life from being shackled to alcohol and to food and unhealthy habits, to being shackled to people-pleasing tendencies, to being so scared in so many areas of my life, to not standing up for myself, to not telling people how I really felt. I've changed that so my present moment has become so much more enjoyable. I feel like a weight's been taken off my shoulders. I'm happy. I could die happy. I really could. I feel at one with nature. I know I'm part of nature. When I sit out in the back garden now and I look at the birds and the trees, I'm like, I'm okay with death. I'm okay because I've made peace. I've let a lot of stuff go. But if I was really focused on my goals... I would, might have blinkers on. I'd be hammering through my life, not giving a fuck. And I'm so glad I've realized the massive flaw with all this goal setting, goal setting, mega goal setting stuff. And that's you miss out on life. You miss out on life. I truly, truly don't care if I don't achieve the goals I have set for myself in, in my business, in my personal life. I really don't care. There's a fundamental contentment that I have now that if all I did for the rest of my life, well, I know your health and stuff comes into that. But what I mean, what I'm trying to say is if I get to walk the dogs, put food on the table, like I have just these basic needs when they're met, I'm good. I'm good. Everything else is an absolute bonus. Okay, last couple of reasons why letting go is so beneficial. Greater focus and productivity. Letting go of distractions and unproductive thought patterns. You can become more focused and productive. They can help you direct your energy and attention towards your fitness and health goals, your action steps. For example, unproductive thought patterns would be seeing things in black and white like all or nothing. So I'm either on track or I'm off track. I'm on the program or off the program. I have to do something as best I can or I can't do it at all. All that bullshit stuff that that we need to let go of and it just stops you from being productive. Actually, imperfect action is the best and all or nothing is a trap. And you know, a lot of you myself included, I've done this too, but I you you tell me, "Oh, I'm I'm just all or nothing." And that's an example of maybe you needing to change your limiting belief and stop telling yourself what you are. If you don't want to be all or nothing, stop saying I'm all or nothing. Say, I've been acting, my behavior has been very much all or nothing. However, I'm working on changing that. 
it's really powerful really simple but really powerful like we do keep telling ourselves what we are and we stay stuck in that trap your confidence is going to increase if you release self-limiting beliefs if you let them go release your self-limiting beliefs release your doubts they're going to boost your self-confidence fuck it we don't need to be going around wondering if we're going to do something or if it's going to turn out well let's just let's just say it is and let's just blindly be confident why not believe in yourself believe in your ability to change that's another thing i hear so many of you say that you aren't sure if you can change that you aren't sure if you can stay consistent have belief in yourself have belief that you can be consistent and then when you hit a bump in the road and you become inconsistent your belief in you becoming consistent is going to carry you through the inconsistent time to become consistent again However, at the start, if you say, I'm, not, I'm, I'm worried I'm not going to be consistent, and that thought stays with you, you're just probably going to end up becoming inconsistent because you're a self-fulfilling prophecy. What you say is what's going to happen. And if you believe you're going to struggle with consistency, then you are going to struggle with consistency. However, if you commit to consistency and then struggle with consistency, that's a whole fucking different ballgame. But just your mindset has shifted slightly. Improved physical health. Mental and emotional well-being are closely connected to physical health. If you let go of stress and negative emotions, you're going to sleep better, lower your blood pressure and have a stronger immune system. That's an absolute fact. So I hope I have encouraged you and inspired you to think about what you need to let go of. Think of your routines Think of your habits, think of your action steps and your mindset and write down right now or say it out loud. What do you need to let go of in order to make space for the new you? I'm going to give you some strategies now on how to let go. But I really want you to spend just this couple of moments with me telling me what do you need to let go of? Do you need to let go of your old fitness pattern? Do you need to stop working out in the morning times? Do you need to stop working out in the evening times? Do you need to change the times that you eat? Do you need to change the workouts that you do? If you're a woman over 40, you want to be doing full body strength, side note. Do you need to change, if you've got kids, the routine with them some way? Do you need to ask somebody for more help? Do you need to get a cleaner in? What do you need to change? What do you need to let go of? What thought patterns, what behavioral patterns are holding you back? Okay? Okay. So here are some tips on stra- and strategies for letting go. Number one, mindfulness meditation. Practice this. This is non-judgmental attention to the present moment. And what this does is this helps you detach, take yourself away from negative thoughts and emotions, promoting a sense of calm and clarity. So you might be walking in a park and commenting to yourself on how wonderful it is to be amongst nature, as opposed to your negative thoughts swirling about what you have to do or what you haven't done or whatever the negative thing is, but we're talking about letting go. So instead of doing what you were doing, being mindful in the moment, it works, I promise. You're You're at home and you're like, I'm so grateful to be here right now. I'm really enjoying chatting to this person. 
Isn't it a lovely day? Number two, journaling. Journaling can really help you express and release pent up emotions. And this has really helped me. Writing about your thoughts and feelings can really provide insight into what you need to let go of and can really be a cathartic release. I did this when I wanted to stop drinking. I've, I've journals that I look back on now and it's like, I hate drinking so much. I hate drinking so much. It's holding me back. It's stupid. I feel shackled to it. I feel so bloated and so disgusting. I'm so sick of being hungover. And I just, I just wrote it out. And it was, uh, it was really good. It was really good. I don't drink anymore. So what I've done clearly works. I lost three stone. I kept it off. It works. I promise you it works. Number one is mindfulness meditation. Number two is journaling. Number three is self-reflection. So Self-reflection can really help you identify patterns of thoughts and behaviours that might be holding you back and hindering your progress. Sounds really simple, but gaining awareness of what you need to release and let go of is really important. And if I had to pick one thing that's become the biggest catalyst to change for me, it has been to observe my thoughts. I didn't know that thoughts weren't facts. I used to just take my thoughts in and go, oh yeah, I am fat and ugly and stupid and I am a failure and I am just a blustering uh, incoherent person who's forevermore going to be a drinker and who's going to overeat I didn't pay attention to myself telling me that now I'm so attentive I listen I observe I hear it and I go whoa that's not true we're not doing that anymore anytime not just if I see myself in a shop window or if I look in the mirror with loads of things, like I'm about to shoot a podcast episode and I'm cleaning all around the mic and I'm thinking, oh, fuck, fuck. I go, no, you're going into your perfectionist tendencies. You're afraid to hit record because you're afraid of doing a bad job. Take imperfect action. And you just spend the day listening to yourself. And when you start to truly listen, you start to hear why you're stuck. Think about it. If you had a person standing beside you all day long telling you you're shit, which is effectively what many of us do to ourselves, you're not going to fucking get anywhere. Think about that. Take your negative thoughts, make them into a person that's sitting beside you all day. How is that going to make you feel? Like shit. So self-reflection can be really terrific. Seeking support, friends, family, professionals such as therapists, life coaches, talking to somebody, getting it out, especially with the trauma, especially with things that you may have been through that you feel now is ready to, you're ready to talk about it to somebody. Um, It can really help give you a really terrific fresh perspective and give you such terrific emotional support during the letting go process. Affirmations are another terrific one. Positive affirmations. We do this in our Thrive Time every morning in our Thrive Coaching Program. Statements that affirm a positive belief or a desired outcome. You might notice it over the course of a couple of weeks, but you'll notice it over time if you let go of the outcome. You'll just change. I'm centered. I'm grounded. I'm at peace today. Is really powerful. Not really powerful in my opinion, when you first start, it takes took me a long time to notice that I had changed through affirmations. And I remember feeling really stressed out about affirmations, like hearing about affirmations before and uh, 
thinking that I, you know, I needed to clear my diary in the morning time and think of the best affirmation and to shout it loudly in the mirror. That's not about that at all. You know, you pick an affirmation, you say it six times, you get on with your life. Over the course of months, you notice the change. Uh, gratitude, practicing gratitude can really help letting go um, because there, there comes great acceptance with gratitude. Like when I do my three things I'm so grateful for every day, you know, which is, it changes every day. But often I talk about so grateful where I live. I live in Renville, Galway. I'm so grateful for the kids. I'm so grateful for the dogs and for Joe. And I really, really feel that. I'm able to let go of a lot of things because I'm just grateful for what I have. And I do feel more content and happy now in my present moment. And I do put that down to uh, practicing gratitude. And just like affirmations, for me anyway, it took me a long time, maybe 30 days to notice an improvement with gratitude. And that's one of the reasons I never stuck with it because I would do it for two minutes, not feel any difference and think, well, it doesn't fucking work. And that is just such bullshit. If we all let go of the goal and we just focus on our action steps, we're going to change over time. Another tip is to do visualization. So visualization techniques, closing your eyes, imagining yourself letting go of emotional baggage and envisioning a healthier, happier future, a healthy, happy you. Another tip is to limit exposure to negative influences. People, the social media, situations, family, anything that's negative in your life, just limit your exposure to it. Do you need to get off WhatsApp? Do you need to get off WhatsApp groups? Do you need to boundary up a family member? Do you need to limit your exposure to negative stuff? Do you find uh, doom scrolling, they call it, where you're on social media and everybody's making you're making yourself feel really anxious because you're looking at other people's social media and you think you're doing your whole life wrong. Get off social media. Fuck it. Just don't do it. You don't like if you if you you don't have to change straight away how you feel like oh you know don't compare yourself don't compare yourself. If you feel like you're still comparing yourself, don't scroll. Um, I know that's hard to do though. By the way. Setting realistic goals, setting your goals. Yeah, we're going to focus more on our action steps, but just setting realistic goals as opposed to unrealistic goals. Forgiveness, so important. Forgiving yourself, forgiving others for past mistakes. If you don't want to forget, forgive others, letting go of the baggage you're carrying or working towards or starting a conversation or going to a therapist so that you can work towards letting go down the line, potentially. Physical activity, of course, that's going to release endorphins, give you a huge natural mood lifter. That's going to help you let go. Progress tracking, that's going to help you let go. Celebrating small victories can really reinforce the benefits of letting go. You might decide to keep track of your emotional well-being, um, how you're doing, how is your mindset changing. That's really motivating. Uh, your self-care routine, that's another way in which you can practice letting go, which can be really helpful. Self-care activities, massage, get go to a spa, really nurturing your emotional well-being so that you can let go. Listening to podcasts, reading books, being part of a supportive community can really help you know that you're not alone and know that you can let go of the things that have been holding you back. And I promise you, if you want to change, you can change. 
And it all starts with accepting that you can change. So as we wrap this up, I ask you today to be thinking as you move throughout your day of everything that's been holding you back and what are you ready to let go of today to allow the good stuff, more of the good stuff into your life. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode and if you loved it and you know a friend, you have a loved one that would love to listen to this episode, please share it with them. Have a lovely day. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in. All my love.